0: This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. Visit SmartGolfDeals.com for promotions and savings. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks.
1: And welcome inside Golf Talk Canada. Uh, Adam Scully alongside uh, Bob Weeks Uh, we're going to dive into everything that's gone on in the the world of sports the world in general uh, today throughout the 10 years of Golf Talk Canada being on the air we've never seen something like this to put it simply the COVID-19 pandemic has brought us into uncharted territory the majority of the sports leagues around the world have acted quickly decided to halt play until further notice the golf has followed suit Bob have you ever seen Anything like
2: this? Well, I don't think anybody has. It's, yeah, uh, certainly, as you said, unprecedented. And uh, the last, really, from the I was at the players, and from the time I arrived on Monday um, through to yesterday, it was you know just insane what was going on, how quickly things changed. From going the first round on Thursday, playing with well, I'll even go back before that, Tuesday night big concert with the uh, chain smokers <laughs> around the 17th hole with 5,000 people jumping up and down. And then you go to the first round on Thursday with people in the galleries. It was a little bit muted and, and probably a little smaller than normal gallery. To the 12 o'clock press conference where uh, Jay Monahan said, we're going to continue playing but only with uh, without any fans. To 9.45 that night when one of the players texted me and said, hey, we're canceled. I mean, you just can't, you couldn't keep up with, with everything that was going so quickly.
1: Yeah, it was, it was crazy. I mean, here in uh, North America, maybe like we 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 had mentioned it in past shows how you know tournaments on the on LP, the LPGA tour and the European tour had you know decided to halt play or cancel um but it was still sort of I wouldn't say an afterthought on the PGA tour but it wasn't something that at least in, in my opinion anyway it, sports worlds or sports leagues in North America were really taking all that seriously I I don't know but obviously what happened first Wednesday night in the NBA with the player testing positive, it really changed everything, didn't it?
2: That was a tipping point for sure for all sports, and, for, and and in a good way. You know, I think this is a very serious situation. Obviously, and sports is, as you say, is a minor part, but it can be in a lot of other times of of moments of tragedy. Like you think back to nine eleven, yeah, where you had um, George H. Bush coming out throwing the the opening pitch in a baseball game. You know, there's nothing now anywhere for sports. There's just right across the. Uh, the landscape. I've, I don't know. I've, I don't know what's still left. Uh, the, someone said bowling is still going on or something, but I don't know. Yeah, know that for sure. But in terms of golf, you know, it took them a while to get to the right decision, but I think they finally did make the right decision. Golf, is, as we know, is a little bit of a different sport. It's played outside. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot of venue there, 400 <laughs> acres, shall yeah. we say? So it probably could have gone off, but then as Rory said. You know, right after that, we're going to get on a plane. We're going to travel. We're going to go through the same thing that everybody else goes through. So, you know, if we're going to play the next tournament, then we're just in the same situation that we were before. And if one guy tests positive, bad. Wow, it looks really bad. And it's, it is really bad. not look really bad. It is really bad.
1: Yeah, so that, that, would, that would change a lot for the PGA Tour. Um, we're going to be talking about this throughout the, uh, throughout the two hours of our show. We're going to hear from many different voices. Uh, a lot of the players spoke uh, after... Uh, after the first round of the players when they still played, after the Masters was postponed, after the, the Players' Championship was cancelled. Uh, but before that, let's hit some uh, news and headlines.
0: News and headlines are brought to you by the McKenzie Tour, PGA Tour Canada. Tomorrow's stars today.
1: So one of the most important voices uh, this week uh, at TBC Sawgrass uh, was Jay Monaghan. And he spoke, uh, you said Tuesday, and then he spoke again uh, Thursday,
2: did he speak Thursday? He spoke uh, Thursday at noon and Friday at Yes, Thursday at,
1: the at noon, noon. It, all the timeline's crazy. Yeah. And, then, and then Friday at 8 a.m., right, that's. Um, so before we talk about Jay Monaghan, um, we've put together a couple of clips of him uh, speaking from yesterday's Friday morning's press conference. Uh, let's hear the first one now, Jay Monaghan, after the Players' Championship was cancelled.
3: We're obviously incredibly disappointed to suspend the PGA Tour season for our players and our fans. I've said all along, the health and safety of everyone associated with this organization is our number one priority. We tried to be as thoughtful and measured as possible during this during this dynamic and challenging time. We took all the steps within our control and felt comfortable proceeding, I'm proud of the team. And I'm a fighter. I wanted to fight for our players and our fans and for this tour to show how golf can unify and inspire. But as the situation continued to escalate and there seemed to be more unknowns, it ultimately became a matter of when, not if, we would need to call it a day. Our goal now is to focus on a plan for the near and long term and maintain the strength we've built through our organization over the past 51 years and I'm confident we'll do exactly that
1: wild week for sure and you know Jay Monahan spoke Many times, uh, you know, about this, and uh, one of his later quotes is talking about how this was their super. This is their Super Bowl uh, to make this decision. Uh, We're going to get into the Masters. We're going to get into all this, but first of all, the decision to play Thursday. Uh, Obviously, what happened in the NBA happened, uh, occurred at eight or nine Eastern on Wednesday night. First tee off was just after seven a.m. Thursday morning. Was it the right decision? Uh, in hindsight, we'd say no, probably. But to, for the players to play in front of fans it, on Thursday—it
2: depends on what how you're going to judge the decision. And yeah. by that, what I mean is, so they got a lot of information. Jay Monahan told us that there was um, there was no reported cases in the county where this tournament took place. Uh, there was nothing. They, they got official. You know, good news from from the local health authorities. They said, "Look, you're no danger. There's nothing going to happen here. It's it's okay." So he went based on the information that he got from there, from the Center for Disease Control. He said, "Yep, we should. You know, we can go ahead. It's 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 safe to play," is what he said. The risks are very low. Mm-hmm. Optically, it was a bad decision, <laughs> but um, you know, I'll give him a, I'll give him a little bit of of leeway because it had things happen so quickly. Like, do you, are you able to cancel and stop everyone from coming in? At that point yeah you probably could have it might have been safer to let them in I don't know Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but in in hindsight now it's easy he said I think the one line that stuck out for me in the press conference was he says that he felt we made the right decisions at the right times so Mm. I mean it's easy now to look back and say yeah they shouldn't have played at all or they should have played with no fans first round but um, I, I don't know it's 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 hard to know what's right and what's wrong Judging from the hindsight that we have
1: now, it was it was simply wild um, on Thursday. Uh, you know, the day after the the uh, NBA, the Rudy Gobert of the in the NBA had tested positive. Um, Thursday in the Sports Center newsroom at TSN, uh, to put it bluntly, was chaos. Sure. Uh, we were live on the air for eight hours, but the the weird thing was that golf was the only live event going on. So people sort of kept coming up to me and saying, "Hey, like you're the only one going, you're the only one left standing." And uh, and then obviously um, that's not a- anymore for the next couple of weeks um, for sure. But do you think it was? I mean, they all played one round. All players get equal part of the purse, uh, half of the purse, I should say. So each player gets fifty two grand. K. Okay is that is it weird to say like guys played one round and called a day or like I know Xander Shoffley was saying he would have liked what they, they had started he was one case of that but do you think it's it's obviously a strange situation but do you think it is weird that they got one round in and then called it a day
2: um yeah yeah but I think that just kind of illustrates how quickly things changed yeah. and how quickly things moved this is a standard tour policy to get them to pay hey, they actually didn't finish the first round apparently yeah. you know there was a couple of guys there were one group that didn't finish so but they said um, they were going to pay them out anyway so um, it's I don't know it's it's so hard to sort of say what was right but it was it was it felt right at the time uh-huh. I can tell you that uh-huh. walking around you know there were as I said the crowds weren't huge there was a good crowd around 17 there was a good vibe going on there. That was about one of the few places on the course where there was a bit of a vibe. People were drinking and carrying on like they usually do there. Mm-hmm. And, um, but everywhere else there was, and you, you sort of felt muted out on that golf course. And I think afterwards guys were saying, you know, it felt weird to, to be playing. Like, I don't know why we should be playing. Mm. And by that time, most had finished. Then the uh, decision had already been made f- to play the next day with in front of no fans. Yeah. And I think the players were supportive of that as well. But, um... Uh, it's <laughs> I don't know. I, it's tough to figure out the logistics of it all and whether or not this was the right move at the right times.
1: It's it's mind-boggling to put it simply that we are where we are, and you know, so so many people use sports as an ex, as an escape, and we're not going to be able to do that now for no. an indefinite amount of time. Uh, some some huge news did come Friday morning, and that was the postponement of the Masters, which did seem inevitable. Uh, but your first reaction when you heard the Masters being postponed?
2: Uh, I was <laughs> well. As I said to Rod Smith last night, I said, you know, I, I w- normally I would be surprised, but nothing over the last couple of days is surprising. The um, I had heard from a pretty good source that one of the that they had originally been planning to hold it without fans, but when you think about that, you know, it just wouldn't be the Masters. Like think about Tiger Woods walking up last year, up 18, en route to winning this mm-hmm. championship with nobody
1: there. The Tiger, Tiger, yeah, your chance. I mean, yeah. I know
2: we're going to get into the Masters later yeah. on, and and it, what what the implications are, and and what happens now with the Masters. When is it going to be held? Yeah, uh, where do you fit it into the calendar? Um, I mean, there's so many, so many things right now that are uh, are up in the air. Um, it's it's a weird weird vibe for the Masters, but it was shocking. I was so. Uh, I was standing out in front of the clubhouse. I was mm-hmm. getting sound from some of the players who were coming to pick up their clubs because they were expecting to play Friday. Uh, ran into Nick Taylor, which we'll hear a little yep, bit a little later. later. And at that point, the Masters hadn't been canceled. And, and one of Nick's lines was, "You know, well things are really moving quickly." And, and literally, he left. I looked at my phone. <laughs> the Masters, <laughs> Masters was was uh, uh, was canceled. And I texted him. I said, "You are right. Things yeah. are really moving fast." He was, "Wow." So. Um, yeah, it's uh, that's on hold, and, and you know with all the questions that come with that, um, when is it going to be played? Mm-hmm. Who qualifies? Do yeah. people from now till when it's played qualify? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Augusta National is traditionally is not traditionally it's always it's closed between May and October. It's not mm-hmm. open in the summer. So will they reopen it? How will it play
1: compared to what it normally plays in April? Um, will they have fans then? Yeah, it's it's a crazy situation. Uh, who knows how long this is going to be? It could be. You know, the, the first tournament on the PGA Tour, across the LPGA Tour, European Tour, could be in three weeks, it could be in three months. We, we really don't know. It's
2: the, the next one on the schedule is the RBC Heritage, yeah. which would normally be after the Masters. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the women have already cancelled a major as well. Yeah. And I think, getting back to that a little bit, I think some of the heat on Jay Monaghan came when Mike Wan mm-hmm. came on the air and spoke yeah. so eloquently about why they were cancelling or postponing, I should say, their tournaments. Um, and and you look at uh, you look at how all the people that this affects, not necessarily the rich oh, golfers yeah. and stuff like that, uh, but all the all the people who work in there, all the volunteers uh-huh. who give their time, who've, who've booked trips, maybe different things to do this. Uh, so much planning goes into all these events, with every wherever it is, whether it's a sporting event or not, and, and all those kind of things have to change. And in, and on a player side, there's also the the whole point about um, FedEx Cup points available uh-huh. now. Are there f- there's going to be fewer of those because events are canceled and. How does that work out? And I mean, I was talking yeah, Olympics. Yeah, I was talking with Mackenzie Hughes about that. All about, you know, are we going to get a chance to make up those points, or how does it work? Are you mm-hmm. going to get an extra few tournaments on your exemptions? I mean, yeah. so many questions.
1: So many questions, uh, and I uh, guess we'll see where this goes uh, over the next uh, coming weeks uh, and months. Well, coming up after the break, uh, we're going to hear from some of these players um, who. Uh, won't be playing golf for a little bit. So Rory McIlroy, we'll hear from Canadian Adam Hadwin, and uh, we'll hear from Matt Kuchar, who had some very strong words about the coronavirus. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC was brought to you by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by TaylorMade and the all new Sim and Sim Max drivers. Shape in motion. We reshape the drivers so you can reshape your game. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to order yours today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks.
1: Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. Adam Scully alongside uh, Bob Weeks. We should mention uh, as well that Mark Sacchino will be joining us uh, in hour two. Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mark uh, was down uh, in uh, Florida. He was playing some golf, um, and I don't know how he played. We might have to get into that, too. Um, but, um, you know, we're talking COVID-19, coronavirus. Uh, this is the craziest time probably in my lifetime that I've, I've ever seen uh you know the sports world shut down a lot of the world shut down uh but as i mentioned in the last segment a lot of players did speak to the media um after a lot of the news did break uh our first guest we're going to hear from uh is rory McElroy. so he spoke
2: uh after his round on thursday
1: after his round thursday he also spoke friday morning but before the Masters was right. postponed. So uh, here's Rory McIlroy uh, on the cancellation of the Players' Championship.
4: I mean, it's three weeks off. I've, I've got no golf to play coming up. Um, you know, I was you know, supposed to have my coach, Michael Bannon, fly out next week, and we're going to spend some time together, and that's probably not going to happen, him coming from, from Ireland. So it's um, probably a time just to spend some time at home, evaluate the situation and see where we go Probably not No, I don't think so um, I think it's just one of these things where we have to wait and see, like I I don't know, like I don't you know, because it's so uncertain you're obviously going to still keep playing golf but you know, what's you know, you're going out there practicing not knowing what you're practicing for, so I don't know whenever the par's to be say it's say it's safe to do so um i don't think um i mean all you can do is again follow the guidelines from cdc and from you know the people that really know about this thing and you know that's when i'd be comfortable is is when they say it's okay to do so
1: okay so through all of this this has certainly been a strange and bizarre and and a, a sad time in the sports world but one one positive thing that i want to take out of this is rory mcelroy a, how he speaks to the media, and B, his his leadership. You know, for he's the number one ranked player in the world playing, and honestly, he's the number one ranked player in the world in terms of you know a spokesperson for the game. You know, one of his telling quotes on Thursday after his round was he believes that all players should be tested, and they probably should be tested.
2: Yeah, um, uh, there was a sort of mixed reaction to that comment yeah. because of the fact that um, uh, you know he said he's going go to go and get tested when he goes home. And and there's not enough tests in the United States. Yeah, kind of came across as a little bit of a rich guy jumping the, oh, the front yeah. of the line. Okay. But he's not. He was not wrong in what he was trying to say in terms of the principle of it. Mm-hmm. That if these at that point the players were still going to play, they were going to play with in front of uh, no fans. Mm-hmm. And he said that that's if one caddy or one player gets sick, then we're all in trouble because we're all going to be in the locker room together. We're probably going to you know mix and mingle at certain points together. So it, it just that point was 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 well struck. But mm-hmm. obviously. Came out maybe a little bit wrong, the one thing that I liked that he did say was was he was uh, he talked about the fact that you know what if I get it and I give it to my eighty year old grandmother yeah that 's kind of the thinking that I think was was influential in swaying Jay Monahan mm-hmm. over to saying we 're going to cancel. Mm-hmm. I think like you said, Rory has become the outspoken leader, um, and there 's a lot of people who listen to what he said, and Monahan did reference that in the press conference on Friday morning. He did say that you know yeah that was that was impactful so um, he wasn't the only one talking, but I think
1: when Rory speaks now, people listen. Yeah, it's uh, you know be good for Rory McElroy for you know speaking his mind. He's honest uh, as always. Um, let's go to some Canadian content now. Uh, you had a chance to catch up uh, with Adam Hadwin uh, after the Masters had been postponed. I, I saw the interview. I didn't get you know chance to speak to him before. Or after what was before we go to the interview, what was sort of his what was his vibe?
2: Um, it was interesting on i'm getting all the days mixed up Mm. i've lost track yeah on thursday after his round he was talking about it and he came up with a comment that said uh, some people took the wrong way he said that you know for me i'm a low-risk guy because he's 30 Mm. he's in good shape um so he says you know this is not going to be really necessarily about me and people took that to mean oh it's not a bad thing but what he was trying to say was that you know where where the the most vulnerable people are it's not young people it's older people it's people with pre-existing conditions so he he came to me actually on Friday and said, boy, I really took a lot of heat on Twitter for that comment. People thought I was very insensitive. Um, so he wanted to kind of right the ship a little bit, mm-hmm. which he does in this comment. But um, again, I don't think he was shocked. I don't think he was surprised at, at both things happening. Yeah. He was um, obviously all the players are disappointed. that They're not going to get a chance to play. But like you know, Adam said... You'll hear in this interview, he's he's just said, you know, we just got to go and figure this out later. It's it's, right now is a time to go home, be with your family, and kind of stay close to the ground and and just be like a regular person, and everyone else
1: is going through this, so why not golfers, right? Well, let's hear uh, Bob one-on-one with Adam Hadwin.
2: Adam, the news keeps moving faster than uh, we can almost keep up with. Uh, Let's let's talk about the most recent news, that's a Masters will be postponed. Uh, Are you surprised? Um... I mean, I guess
5: my initial reaction, I'm a little surprised that it happened so quickly. Um, I would have thought that they probably would have waited over the next few weeks to see um, what unfolded and um, what took place. But, um, you know, they're, they're trying to make the best decisions possible off the information that they have, and um, it is what it is. I mean, I think a lot of, I'm going to echo the same sentiment a lot of players have right now is that this is probably the least of, of the concerns right now, and, and the public safety is number one. and um, You know, going to go home, and it just means some extra time with my my little girl.
2: Um, going back to yesterday, it was quite a day. You started off playing in front of a full crowd, then at noon they decided they were going to play with nobody, and then by 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock last night there was uh, no tournament anymore. How how hard was it to digest everything as quickly as it was coming?
5: Man, I, I still don't think I have. Um, you know, just before we started this, I was telling you, I, I'm not sure I fully wrap my head around I- exactly what's been going on you know in this country and and around the world the last few months um, there's a lot of information being thrown out there um, and it's constantly changing day by day and and obviously we've we've all been taking precautions um on on you know for ourselves um which I think is the best thing that we can do to try and help uh not spread the virus um but I don't think anybody really knows the scope or the, the gravity of the situation just yet. Um, and we probably won't know until kind of everything plays out. So, um, you know, again, everybody's kind of making the best decision they can with the information at hand. And uh, we are just going along with it. So, like I said, I'm going to go home and, you know, I'm, I'm certainly, I don't think, I won't say that my, my life is going to change, I'm not going to certainly start panicking and, and, you know, buying up everything on the shelves, but, you know. Be a little bit more careful. Uh, maybe avoid some contact as much as possible. And um, but you know, I guess just take this opportunity to kind of enjoy the time that I'm going to get with my family in the next few weeks, and uh, you know, kind of soak that up. Because who knows what uh, what's going to happen after that? Do you think you'll play a casual round of golf when you go back home? Do you think you'll go out in the golf course and try and just have fun? Absolutely. Um, I'm certainly not going to you know completely go away from the game at some point. Um, after all the dust settles we're gonna have to come back out and play and um, you know this is the way that I make my living and I think it would be naive of me to think that I can just you know whenever the dust settles I'm just gonna go back and pick it up again so um, you know like I said it'll probably be sort of a a more status quo life as to you know kind of a more normal off week just kind of enjoy the time with family get out practice a little bit um, and just like I said try and you know maybe be a little bit more vigilant than than you had been previously about contact with others or sanitizing or, or that sort of thing.
2: Uh, you've played in the Masters, obviously, before. It's always been in April for as long as we can remember. What, is it going to feel weird to play it at a different time of year? We don't even know what time of year it's going to be yet, but will it feel weird?
5: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I think everything moving forward is going to be weird, though, too. Um, you know, that first tournament back is going to feel really weird. Um it's uh, this situation is unprecedented and, um, you know, the response obviously is is in regards to that. So, uh, you know, I was just thinking about that. I mean, when could they play it? Um, you know, PJ Tour is pretty packed until the end of August. Um, how much larger is this going to get? How much more is it going to spread? How long are we going to be off for? Um, You know, and then you look, I mean, there's only really a couple of weeks before the tour starts again and tournaments already booked for the fall. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Be safe. Thanks, Bob. You too. That
1: was Bob and uh, Adam Hadwin. Uh, On the other side, we're going to hear from TSN producer extraordinaire Jamie Rydell on the coronavirus and COVID-19. This is GTC.
0: This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by TaylorMade and the all-new Sim and Sim Max drivers, shape in motion. We reshape the driver so you can reshape your game. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to order yours today. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit WeatherTech.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks.
1: And welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. Certainly uh, a strange show today. Uh, Adam Scully alongside uh, Bob Weeks. Um, COVID-19. We are in a a strange time in the world right now. Uh, A lot of the sporting uh, leagues across the world are... On halt, on pause, uh, until further notice. So uh, we'll see when we get back uh, into action. But for more on this, uh, let's hear a different voice, and that's uh, TSN producer extraordinaire. He does it all for TSN, uh, Jamie Riddle. Jamie, how are you this morning? How's it going, all? We are just peachy, thank you. Self quarantine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Have you ever? Have you seen something like this ever well, in in the you know, world in the sports world in in general?
6: No, nothing like this. Like even any shutdown in sports you know wasn't to this extent. I don't believe even even 9/11 you know like it was just it was a it was a few sports here and there for a short time. Um, I think but we knew eventually sports were going to begin again. This one we don't know what the timetable is at all. Um and to have this many sports shut down in a matter of hours is is crazy. Mm-hmm.
2: After you know, after his round on Thursday in the scrum, I asked Rory McIlroy if if he thought if he thought that golf in some ways could provide a little bit of relief considering mm-hmm. everything else. That was when they were going to play without fans, a little bit of relief for people who you know weren't watching anything else or didn't have anything else to watch. And he sort of he sort of. He agreed with it sort of in principle, but really sort of felt that um, you could sense that he, even then he felt that we shouldn't be playing. But um, moving on to the Masters, mm-hmm. yeah. this, we talked a little bit about, you know, the stunning move, the cancellation rather than playing without fans, which I think is a good idea now in hindsight. What what do you think are the hurdles now and the questions that we have? Is it, um, is it when is it going to be like, when do you think it's going to be played and when could it be played? That's a bigger well, thing.
6: It's it's so hard. Like it's no different than the players, with Jay Monahan saying, "Why didn't you just postpone it?" Well, it's hard to get a spot in the schedule. One, Um, you know, especially now with an Olympics potentially, and and they want to end the tour championship in August, but the next season starts right away, Um, and then Augusta shuts down from mid-May to to October. So, you know, I I have no doubt that uh, Augusta could do it. You know, we've been there, we see, and, you know, like, they have unlimited resources to get that golf course right if they need to. But, you know, I think we're looking mid-October at the earliest to to be able to play, a, play the Masters at Augusta National just because they shut down in the summer because it's so hot.
2: Yeah, they, the, the golf, for those who don't know, Augusta National is closed from May till October. Right. Nobody plays there. That's when they rip it up and do all their maintenance, which is, I mean, if it's got to be a superintendent's dream not to have any golfers for six months on your course. Yeah. Uh-huh. But the other yeah. question is, where does it fit in the schedule? Like, there's two weeks between the Tour Championship and the start of the new season. Right. And the other thing that happens then is, of course, if you do it back then, you're, now you're going up against NFL football, mm-hmm. which is right. something they don't want to do television-wise. I think the Masters would hold its own, uh, especially if Tigers there. Mm-hmm. But... Um, do you bump another tournament? Someone said to me yesterday before I in the morning when we were at the the golf course, He said, "What about if um, the pga which is scheduled for May in uh, San Francisco, which is in one of the hardest hit areas or most Great. virulent areas, areas, what if they swapped and said, "Okay, masters, you take the may event and we 'll push the p g a to october or something i don 't know yeah. <laughs> there 's no easy there 's no it's easy way to fit this into the easy. calendar." no
6: it's not it's not an easy fix and you know i guess if we wanted to be acidic about it we could just bump one of the fall events like in reality mm-hmm. this is a, this is the masters right and it's a limited field regardless so maybe both tournaments could go at the same time um but the course has to be ready and the course is, the course will play you know listening to people the course will play different um play a little softer it won't be hard and fast like they want it um
2: I, I believe they can get it any way they want it. There, they probably <laughs> they could. could. Just wait you're right. one. They probably
6: could. It's just a matter of making the proper fit and whether the course will be ready or not. Um, you know, one guy is probably, you know, and then if it is in October, well, Tiger has a whole six months to rest his back, <laughs> so it makes it's probably it's probably beneficial for him because we weren't sure what mm-hmm. what he, what uh, his gamers his back holds up. Right. Uh, for, for Augusta this year. Uh, it's not an easy situation, and, you know, again, it's unprecedented. Like everybody's been saying, we're, we've never been in this situation before. But I believe that, I believe sometime in mid-October, they're going to play the Masters, whether whether or not there's another tournament there or not
1: we're talking uh, covid-19 coronavirus and the impact on sports uh, and golf uh, with TSM producer uh, Jamie Ridal we've spoken a lot about uh, the PGA tour the impact it's had uh, but the lpga tour uh, it's is the same uh, we're in the same situation uh, they've only played what two events so far this year and uh, and and mike juan uh, commissioner mike Wan took a stance uh, and and postponed events as well and um and uh you know, good on really for, for getting ahead of this early, i guess eh jamie
6: yeah well and, and he kind of he kind of has to because you know those tournaments when the the Asian swing for the early Asian swing for the o p j they were you know they just couldn 't go there there was no way the European tour did the same similar things with tournaments in Asia, and then you know everybody everybody forgets that the first major of the year is actually the a a inspiration mm-hmm. of the golf calendar and he was the first one to to cancel a major, so you know, and they're they're postponing it, hopefully to play it later in the year. So it's a it's a really it's a really odd situation. But Mike Wan's been really proactive. He's a fantastic, fantastic commissioner for that tour, and you know he you know he's doing the right things.
2: It's uh it's a very strange uh, time, and and what what do you think? It, I mean, we don't we don't know when when things are going to come back online. What, what do you think the the players' um, feelings are? We were talking about Rory McElroy kind of being a leader with his comments and maybe yeah. pushing the needle over the edge for Commissioner Jay Monahan to do what he's done and cancel events. Do you think that was the impactful part part of this?
6: I think so. I think Rory's voice holds a tremendous amount of weight. You were down there, weeksy. Like mm-hmm. as soon as Rory comes out and says stuff lately. People are listening and people are taking notice. Um, you know, he's he's pretty much taken that leadership role on as well. You know, whereas some people would shy away from that, le- Tiger Tiger never really took that leadership role, right? He was kind of quiet about that stuff. But you know, Rory isn't, and he's not shy to state his mind. And when he when he says something, he's got to be he's got to be listened to because he's one of your stars he 's one of the guys that can push the needle a little bit for the tour, so i think his I think his opinions held a lot of weight.
1: Yeah, I, I 100% agree for sure. I, I had the line in our last segment saying, Rory McIlroy, number one ranked player in the world on the golf course and really off the golf course too with what he's yeah. doing uh, for the game. Now, Jamie, obviously, this has a huge impact on the players, the millionaires, the multimillionaires, the guys yeah. who make all this money, but this also has a huge impact um, for, you know, the volunteers, for people who work, you know, behind the scenes. We've seen guys yeah. in the NBA uh, donate. Hundreds, hundreds of thousands, thousands of dollars for those who aren't, uh, for those who won't be working now until this is uh, this we're back playing sports. This really yeah. does has a huge impact on so many different people, doesn't
6: it? No question. No question. It's those people that are getting hurt the most. And I love what Billy Horschel did with his. Uh, what did they get? Fifty-two thousand or something like that. Yeah. He put it right into uh, food, uh, a food charity, and uh, and I and yesterday was out delivering food to people. So you know, I I. The, the golf has always been great with charity. Okay. Um, the P J Tour does a fantastic job of donating to charities. Um, I think did they reach a billion dollars
7: yes. last year, yes, no. something
6: like that? Like it's it's nuts. So I I think, I think you'll see a lot of these players doing stuff in their areas. I hope um, you know what Kevin Love did, and what the Cleveland Cavaliers mm-hmm. and New Jersey Devils, Mark Cuban with the Mass, you know all the stuff. Bobrovsky. yeah, yeah, like all. I, I think it's I think it's fantastic, and I think those are the people that needs needs it more than a lot of those millionaire players. You know, there are players that aren't millionaires um, that are going to lose some paychecks and the caddies and everything. So, I hope people take care of everyone in this time because we kind of need it right now because the world's going into a panic. Mm-hmm.
2: The um, one of the interesting things was that, that the commissioner said on the I'm getting all the press conferences mixed up the. Th- thursday noon press conference where he said they were going to play without fans was the impact financial impact on the pga tour um it's it's uh he called it significant and uh, you know they have good reserves they're they're a wealthy organization and i thought that um it's a bit of a it's obviously a statement that they have to to make and they have to do these cancellations but the you know this is going to cost millions and millions of dollars to to cancel these events. It's the right decision yeah. to make. There's no point of no no question about that. But you think of the financial impact to the big organizations, and you think, as you said, the impact that it's going to have on raising money for charities. Um, the the charity that Billy Horschel donated to, I think it's called F- Feed Florida. Yeah. Uh, it's a hunger thing. But basically, that was going to be the charity that was going to benefit from the Players Championship. That was right. the primary char- charity. So um you know that's as you say the big companies are getting hit and also the other side is that these charities aren't going to get the money that they've used for so many years to try and run their organizations the other side of it a non-charitable side is the fact that without all these events all the point systems change all the available points things change um, mm-hmm. play, it's not just the pga tour players on the corn Ferry tour trying to make their get up and, and get their uh um, status to get up to the pga tour the mckenzie tour pga tour canada it's in its last year of sponsorship by McKenzie. What kind of an effect will that have uh, yeah. in trying to attract a new sponsor? Um, there's a lot of questions in terms of qualifications for the Masters. Who qualifies? If they have it in October, is it every winter through October? Or do they start a new cycle and the people, that, let's say you win in July and you go to the next year's Masters, which will be in April. Will it be weird to have a Masters, let's say it's in October, and another one in April? Just so yeah. close together? I mean, that's going to be a weird one it. too.
7: <laughs> I love it personally because I
6: love the bastards, but yeah it's it's we're in the question period, right mm-hmm. guys like it's you know hopefully within a week or two we might start to see some answers, yeah, you know hopefully, but yep. man, I don't know it's it's there's a lot of question marks all all those things you bring up weeks here are valid points, like you know for the for augusta, like you have to think that they're gonna just say, okay, whoever's in now is in we we'll look at the top 50. I believe I looked yesterday. I think there's only two guys that are in the top 50 that would, that aren't already in. Mm-hmm. Um, so do we add those guys? You know what? The cutoff is now. This is for October. And then it's brand new with the winners um, and the FedEx cups, any FedEx cup and the year end world rankings go to the masters in 2021. I They got to do something like that. They got to have a cutoff point at some, at some <laughs> point. Uh, if, they,
2: if they do it the other way, the Masters if it, in 2021 is going to have, like, 30 players in it.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and this one will have 122, layers Yeah. 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 Um, oh, it's, it's it's a lot of questions. A lot of questions. And, and unfortunately, you know, we can just speculate all we want. It's That's all it is because nobody knows.
1: Yeah, nobody knows we're, we're in uncharted territory uh, right now, and we'll see what comes out of this in the coming uh, weeks and, uh, and months. Uh, Jamie, thanks so much for your time today, and uh, we will chat to you soon. All right, guys. See you later. That was TSN producer uh, Jamie Rydell. We'll have more on this, uh, on the coronavirus, on COVID-19, and what's coming up over the next couple weeks uh, right here on GTC, because we're not going away. On the other side, more Golf Talk Canada next.
0: This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit WeatherTech.ca.
1: Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. Adam Scully alongside Bob Weeks. We're continuing talking about uh, COVID-19 and the coronavirus. We're going to hear from some more guys, uh, starting uh, with Nick Taylor. Uh, Bob had a chance to catch up with Nick uh, Friday morning. Uh, This was before the uh, Masters was postponed. Let's hear that interview with Bob and Nick Taylor.
2: All right, Nick Taylor, Uh, a lot of change going on in this golf tournament from when you first arrived. Um, do you think this is the right decision?
8: I do. I think uh, you know it's better to be ahead of it than behind of it. I think uh, just a lot of factors. You know, a lot of the international players, even myself. You know, with my family potentially going back to Canada, me going back there. I don't really, We're still trying to figure that out. But um, I think with how everything's changed so quickly, I think it was the right decision.
2: Is it, uh, is it sort of stunning that it all happened so quickly it went from full field to potentially playing with nobody and then no, not playing at all?
8: Yeah, I think if you look at all the whole entire sports world, you know, it went from a delay in the Jazz Thunder game to the entire season suspended. Um, I think they're taking it extremely seriously because you can show how fast this virus can spread. So, again, I think it's the right call. It, it, it is shocking for how quickly everything's kind of unfolded, but um, again, I think it's a
2: are you nervous at all about this whole situation?
8: I think it makes you, you know, a little anxious of what's going on. This is drastic measures, and I've, I've never experienced any of this as, since I've been alive. So, um, Yeah, I think you have to take a step back and evaluate, but it's definitely uh, new new circumstances. For all, right. all right, be safe. All right, thanks, be safe.
1: Some strong words there from uh, Nick Taylor. And speaking of strong words, uh, Matt Kuchar uh, also spoke uh, after the Masters was postponed. He went one-on-one with Golf Channel. Yeah,
9: hey, crazy—the the domino effect that's gone on. Um, you know, I, I, I was under the understanding that you know, the, the Tour uh, Commissioner Monahan had talked to President Trump to all the health officials that, that we were kind of doing everything. Right, and, and, and I guess I, I probably just don't know enough uh, about what, what this disease really is. To me, it sounds like it's just a worst case of the flu, um, but clearly it's it's way more severe than, than my understanding of the disease with, with what's gone on with NCAA basketball tournament, um, you know, canceling the players, canceling golf now through the Masters. Um, it must be far more severe than... than, than and my knowledge of what this disease really is. How do you process it as a golfer, as a father, as a husband, that things are changing so quickly? It's a, it's a different world. I mean, I, I'm clearly hugely disappointed. I love being out here playing. I had a chance to play at the Players' Championship. Uh, it, it's a, such a, I, I look forward to coming here every year. I, I get this, this big, huge level of excitement. And then the Masters just around the corner. I mean, who's not jacked up to go to the Masters? Uh, these are these are things that are huge bummers. Um, for me as a sports fan, not being able to watch the NCAA tournament—that's uh, something my kids and I so look forward to. Uh, you know, it—it's clearly—it's a, a different world. It's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's unprecedented. I was thinking about uh, talking to a friend last night. We had just played the Seminole Member Pro together, and he said, "Up on the." the board up at the seminal locker room there's a list of all the tournaments all the champions and the last time there hasn't been an event is world war ii and now all of a sudden we're going to have events i mean it's it's hard to think this is on that scale but the last time a lot of events were canceled were due to world war ii this um coronavirus has, has changed our world
1: couldn't say it any better than that the coronavirus really is uh changing uh our world we're b- well bob golf talk canada we're not going away no we're still going to be on the air uh we have plenty to talk about we're going to have equipment specials uh we're going to have a talk about different uh instruction uh fitness because this is still you know we're in mid-march the golf season is still you know five weeks away or so
2: yeah when you but but You think, you know, we're hopefully... Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully it's earlier than later because golf is something you can do, right? Yeah, You can get out there and play in the outdoors. It's not quite as uh, dangerous as sitting in a movie theater. or I don't know. I don't want to say anything. I I don't know enough about it to make a proper judgment, so I shouldn't suggest things. But it certainly would be great if we could go out and play golf and use that as a bit of a distraction. So we want you to get you ready for that. We want you to get all you know, in shape, get your bag in shape, get your uh, golf clubs in shape, get your uh, body in shape and, and and be ready to play.
1: So as Mark was saying, we're gonna film me deadlifting 500 pounds <laughs> and just loop that, we're just gonna do <laughs> that. Uh, no, but no, in all seriousness, I, I think we are gonna take the time at some point on our TV show uh, and have some sort of fitness segment. We'll probably go to a gym uh, and sort of, not exercises that make you look like Brooks Kepka or Bryson Chambeau. But exercises maybe maybe more on like the yoga scale of things, something to loosen up that back, stretching. Something for old guys like me. (laughs) Yeah, well, no, not old guys (laughs) like you, but. People listening to our show who are antsy to play golf, we're going to give you some fitness tips. We're going to have some instruction. Mark Cicchino is going to teach you his famous putting stroke, which Ooh. I do not recommend trying uh, at home. It's it's wild, but it works for him. Uh, golf Talk Canada is not going away. We'll be on the air uh, every Wednesday, uh, on T- starting on TSN4, and then our TV show, uh, April 11th, TSN2, radio on TV. We'll have some special guests And we're going to be talking about the latest and greatest in the world of golf. And hopefully we'll be talking about some golf going on pretty soon. Hopefully. When it's safe. When it's safe. That's the best way to put it. Uh, Well, Hour 2 of Golf Talk Canada is coming up next. Uh, We're going to hear from many more uh, players. We'll hear from the PGA Tour Commissioner again. And we're going to hear from Mark Sacchino. He's going to join us as well uh, in Hour 2. Stay tuned. More Golf Talk Canada is coming up after the break.
0: This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Woodington Lake Golf Club, proud home of the Mackenzie Tour PGA Tour Canada's Ontario Open. For membership information or to book tee times and special events, visit WoodingtonLake.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks.
1: Hey, welcome back to the Back Nine of Golf Talk Canada. Adam Scully alongside Bob Weeks. Uh, Mark Zacchino will be joining us at the bottom of the hour at uh, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. We're going to discuss everything that's gone on uh, in the world of sports, the world of golf uh, over the week that was. Uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus has dominated headlines around the world in the sports world. Many leagues have halted play until... Further notice. Um, can I just we, say one thing? Yes,
2: we forgot about the uh, the actual first round of the Players Championship, and Hideki Matsuyama shot 63, which equaled the course record. Yes, that poor guy. No one will remember that.
1: <laughs> well, and his putting performance—it was, like, was the best like, in his game. We can let's get to some golf here. His game was—he is the pause at the top. He was so well known for. It's not quite as long now. No, it's right. And uh, it's great. It was great to see him. I watched. I watched that entire round on Thursday. The course was playing pretty, pretty easy on Thursday. Yeah, wasn't it
2: was, especially for the first wave because there was not much uh, wind in the morning. It picked up a little bit. Yeah. you notice the afternoon scores were a little bit higher, um, and some good scores by the Canadians: Corey Connors, Adam uh-huh. Hadwin. I think were four and three under mm-hmm. respectively. So um, there was some, but there were some low numbers. Harris English. I mean, mm-hmm. there was. Some, some unlikely suspects as well. And, there,
1: And Corey Connors almost made a one.
2: Yeah, 17. on 17. And by the way, Adam Hadwin, uh, now 17 for 17 in putting the ball on the green on, on 17. So uh, he's, uh, his record is intact.
1: Now, I know you've spoken about that uh, to him. Um, has he ever talked about the jinx at any point? Every time I bring it up, he says, <laughs> he says thanks, Bob. <laughs>
2: you know, I think I was the first guy to point it out to him. I think he knew, but to sort of bring it up. And so now every round before it happens, I said, hey, the streak continues. And and uh, we were joking when he was leaving the parking lot yesterday. I said, hey, one bright side is, uh, is you're you going to go another year without not putting a ball in the water. That's
1: true. That's true. And, hey, there was also some more Canadian content on 17. Mackenzie Hughes putting his tee shot it plugged in the bunker on 17, right by uh, Golf Channel NBC's, their bunker cam. And so he yeah. got a drop from there. That's right. But didn't get up and down. No, he didn't. Close. But it's uh, it, was, it was great to see some golf being played uh, and some different golf being played because the golf in the previous two weeks was so hard. Yeah. You know, Bay Hill. Oh, my God. How about that round on Sunday?
2: Guys were talking. Guys were – some of the guys I was talking to there – were just absolutely flummoxed about like they could not believe how hard it was. The wind was massive, mm-hmm. obviously, um, but that's what Kepka was talking about. You know, it was a hard, hard day out there.
1: Yeah, well, and, and looking back, you know, Terrell Hatton uh, won, um, and his performance. Uh, he made some headlines uh, for some things he said after yeah, the round, which was pretty funny. funny. Uh, but um, and he's an honest guy, which is great. But on the 11th hole at Bay Hill in the final round, he hits his tee shot in the water. Next shot over the green. Ends up making a six-footer for double bogey. Made some gestures towards the water that you can't really show on TV, but uh, he's an honest guy. Uh, nice to see another European uh, win. Uh, this is still a Ryder Cup year, uh, and it'll be interesting to see um, how that team um, comes together. But uh, obviously the number one story uh, in the golf world, the world right now, is the coronavirus, uh, COVID-19. We heard from Commissioner Jay Monahan. Uh, at the top of the hour, uh, of the eight o'clock hour, our first front nine. Uh, let's hear from Jay Monahan again. Another clip from his press conference on Friday morning.
3: When you get to, when we got to late in the day, and players came off the golf course, and so some of the questions that we received here yesterday, particularly from international players who were trying to figure out, and um, you know, had a lot of uncertainty, trying to figure out how what they do with their family, how they get home how they get their families here, um, and just uncertainty for a number of players generally. That coupled with the fact that, as I said yesterday, we're talking about the Players' Championship, but we're also talking about a number of events going forward. When you look to that moment in time where you have two theme parks that are located between Jacksonville and Tampa cancel, to me that really was the thing that that was the final you know, that was the final thing that we had heard that said, you know what, even though we feel like we have a safe environment and we've done all the right things, um, we we can't proceed and it's not right to proceed. And when you use the doing the right thing as the litmus test, to me, that was the final. Those two things together were really the things that, were, that drove the decision.
1: Yeah, they certainly did the right thing for sure, um, canceling the final three rounds of the... Of the Players' Championship in the next three weeks uh, as well. Um, And then obviously the Masters is postponed, so we'll see what happens after the Masters. Uh, Some more players did speak after the Masters was postponed, uh, starting with uh, Jason Day, who's always a great interview. Uh, Let's hear his audio uh, from his media scrum on Friday morning.
10: First, when you heard about this week being canceled, what what was that like?
1: Um, It's understandable,
11: obviously, to uh, see all the other... Leagues uh, around America and especially around the world actually uh, cancel either part of their season or most of their season. Um, I think it was, you know, the right decision uh, that uh, the commissioner had put forward for us. Um, you know, obviously this is devastating in a lot of ways, not only in the sporting world but obviously around the world in regards to the, the economic side of things and then the health side of things as well. There's a lot of people that are um, obviously going to. Have a you know a hard time uh, coming going forward from here, but hopefully the precautions that are set uh, going forward uh, through the U.S. government and then um, through other organizations will obviously help alleviate the pain that a lot of people are going through.
10: What was your initial reaction when you found out the Masters
11: have been postponed? Uh, I just I literally found out five minutes ago. So um, you know what I think right now, everyone is nervous about. What has been going around um, but I think it's the necessary steps that need to be taking, taken taken uh, in regards you know the safety and health of not only players uh, but you know just the general population um, obviously we need to get in front of this and, and try and um, make sure that you know we don't have any setbacks going forward. I think that's the the main key is to understanding what we're trying to um, obviously, get past and, and, and moving on from there but I mean I think Augusta made the right right decision in that
4: and What's your plans for the near future?
11: Uh, right now it's just uh, get home and, and just try and uh, minimise contact with, with as many people as possibly can um, you know this is I know that there's a lot of things out in the media and a lot of things on social media that people are, are recommending but you know I think we just got to understand that we got to uh, listen to our health officials and try and do what we can to obviously Stop the spread of, of this virus um, But you know in the meantime, it's it's nice to be able to rest my back which is a, a positive out of everything But you know, obviously that's the least of my worries right now is you know, For me to have a back problem. Um, I sit and think about all the people that are obviously struggling um, health-wise uh, that you know or people that are about to either on the border of losing their job or you know are about to lose their job so that's this is devastating in a lot of different ways and uh, I, un- I understand that and, and it, this is a very very unfortunate situation.
1: It really is an unfortunate uh, situation uh, but really well put there uh, from Jason Day another good quote always uh, in the golfing world is Paul Casey uh, let's hear him uh, talking uh, on Friday morning.
12: Not surprised um yeah, not surprised at all. Um, you know, this is now a pandemic. So, um, you know, there's the gentlemen, or the gentlemen um, well, involved, that, that, the ladies and gentlemen that run that great event, um, very smart minds, um, the right precautions. Does this all
9: feel kind of surreal that everything's going on in the world right now, this, everything's kind of coming to a halt?
12: Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, we... we um, we as a collective, you know, the golf community felt that, um, you know, we were taking necessary precautions and and, uh, and it was important to continue. But obviously, you know, we got to a tipping point and realized that that's not the right thing to be doing. Um, is it surreal? Yes, it's yeah. It's very strange. Um, you know, right now, everybody's thoughts are, are you know, going to be with their family and friends and taking necessary precautions and staying calm. and. and um, you know, like my, just got an email from my friends at UNICEF, you know, making sure you get information from reliable sources. Um, yeah, we, and, and, you know, life's going to change a little bit for the foreseeable future. Does it feel weird not knowing the next time you're going to tee it up in the future, Totem? Totally? That's strange. Yeah, and like, what am I going to do for the next four weeks? Can't go to Disneyland, can I? So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's odd. Um, you know, we'll see. I mean, we, we've, look, we're always, we're always given, um, we're always kept abreast. You know, Jay and his great staff, and, and everybody in the golf community is always um, very forthcoming with with information. We try to be um, uh, as far out with their information as possible. So, you know, what do we do? Do we, you know, I'll probably shut it down for a couple of weeks. Maybe think about sort of getting ready if we start again, um, you know, sometime in April. But we just don't know. Um, none of us know, do we? Um,
1: yeah, none of us really do know. It's it's the unknown uh, right now of what uh, what's going to go on in the world. Uh, one more uh, quote from a guy before we go uh, to break. Let's hear from Tony Finau uh, on his feelings around this.
10: Yeah, it's quite strange. I think that's probably the, the only words I can come up with. A lot of weird things going on. A lot of uncertainty. But uh, you know, the commissioner made the right call with our with our nation. In, in this health epidemic, it was the right call. You know, health in front of everything else. There's so many, so many uncertain things. I think things in the air that we can't, we can't put a number on. But um, you know, what's the what's the value of one life? And that's that's what we're dealing with. So um, it was the right call to make, and I support the tour's decision and in, in moving forward.
9: Your first reaction when you heard the Masters uh, it was postponed?
10: It was quite crazy. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of crazy things going on on social media. You know, the world's going to end. You know, obviously, we feel like feel like that at this point, especially in the golf community, with uh, with the Masters being postponed. I don't know if that's ever happened before, um, but I'm happy that it didn't say it was canceled. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully, we play it in in the future. But um, for now, I'm happy. That my family's not here with me, so I'm happy to go back home and 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 just understand. And, and just like everybody else, there's a lot of questions. I, d- I don't know anything about it. I'm not a doctor, um, but I know that if people's life are in danger, then We have to take the measures as a as humanity to take care of that and that's at the forefront of of, should be at the forefront of everybody's mind
8: it's kind of all surreal what's kind of going on (laughs) maybe like a few days
10: no doubt it's really surreal um we're all we're all experiencing it together and and hopefully uh as a golf community and just as humanity we can come together and and just support each other those who need it and and we have to take care of ourselves you know health-wise i have you know i have parents i have grandparents and you know we have to make sure that they're that they're gonna be okay and first things first wash hands you know all the basic things we, we know growing up so um again I'm just happy uh, that the call was made I can you know I can travel back to my family and and be with them at this just at this time of uncertainty.
1: Very well said uh from Tony Finow and all the guys we just heard from uh, before we go to break um this is something you brought up with Adam Hadwin Bob in terms of during this time off and Rory McIlroy you know, was talking about this, too. Do you think these guys are still going to play golf? Like, do you think these guys are still going to practice?
2: Uh, I think they'll play golf because it's in their nature. I'm not sure that they'll be in the hard grind-out practice yeah. because, I don't know, I mean, you have to keep your game sharp, obviously. So, I mean, I'm sure a few of them will hit balls. But I was doing hard grinding work with your, um, with your uh, coach and things like that. Like, we heard Rory talking about, you know, he doesn't think his coach is going to fly in. Yeah. So. I don't I don't see that unless they really got a problem with their swing. I think they'll just probably take it easy like the rest of us and hunker down. And as Jim Taddy tweeted out, okay, here we go. Game of Thrones, season one. <laughs>
1: well, as as Max Homa put it, when we see him back on tour, he's gonna be either he tweeted this out, he's either gonna be ripped or quote-unquote very thick like Bryson. So uh, we'll see uh, what these players look like uh, when we come back to play golf, and hopefully that's not uh, not too far away. Well, on the other side, we're going to hear from more guys uh, talking about this and the impact this is having on on their life, their golf game, and, and the world uh, that was. Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, Grant McDowell. We'll hear from all of them next. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, was brought to you by Woodington Lake Golf Club. Proud home of the Mackenzie Tour PGA Tour Canada's Ontario Open. For membership information or to book tea times and special events, visit WoodingtonLake.com.
1: like a glove. It's important to me that everyone can afford the incredible experience of wearing a custom suit, so I make sure our prices are exceptional. Here's a special offer to create a suit that fits everything about you.
0: Create a custom suit at Endochino from only $539, all customizations included. And right now, get $25 off your first suit when you text CREATE to 393939. That's $25 off your first suit when you text CREATE to 393939.
13: Endochino, made for you.
7: For one young man, this is where the TELUS Mobile Health Clinic gave him the care he needed with the dignity he deserves.
0: Come on in. Let's get you checked out.
7: 235,000 Canadians experience homelessness each year. Across Canada, TELUS Health for Good provides healthcare directly to those who need it most. When you're all connected with TELUS, you're all connected for good. Learn more at telus.com slash allconnectedforgood. These violent delights have violent
3: ends.
0: The wait is finally over. The stunning, mind-blowing HBO series Westworld is back.
3: Welcome to the end of the game.
0: And it's only available on Crave. What are you gonna do?
3: Show this world
14: for what it really is. The real gods are coming, and they're very angry.
0: Westworld, new season starts Sunday, March 15th, only on Crave. Subscribe now at crave.ca
7: live debt free are you thinking about cashing out your RRSP to pay off your debts don't put your retirement in jeopardy the good news is there are other solutions to get out of debt The government allows you a fresh start to reduce your debt by up to 80%. Farber, licensed insolvency trustees, have helped over 100,000 Canadians get out of debt. Visit afarber.com and book a free consultation at a Farber location near you.
0: Live debt-free. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Tourism Ireland. World class courses, spectacular locations. Whatever you're looking for in a golf holiday, Ireland has something for you. Visit golfawaytours.com to book your Irish golf adventure. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks.
1: And welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. Adam Scully alongside Bob Weeks. Mark Sacchino joining us in the next segment. Uh, We're going to get the latest from Mark on the coronavirus COVID-19 his golf game his putting stroke we're gonna talk all about that uh, with Mark uh, but Bob we're, we're gonna continue um, hearing from some of the players uh, as they left TPC Sawgrass on Friday morning uh, let's start off with some audio here from Justin Thomas
15: yeah I'm, uh, I'm bummed I mean like I said yesterday, selfishly, you know, I want to play, but this is—it's uh, way, way beyond that. You know, you have to take a lot of other factors and, and measures into consideration here, and the safety and health of, of everybody else uh, involved in the tournament is the number one priority. So, I know that they don't want to cancel it, that, or postpone it, and um, they know that we don't want them to do that. But at the end of the day, there's nothing we can do about it, and um, that's just the reality right now.
14: This feels surreal to you.
15: It does. I I just didn't know that something like this was even possible. You know, it's like uh, it's so f- it's not funny, but I, on the range yesterday, you know, I was hitting, I just went and hit a couple balls after I finished, and you know, I said to Jimmy and my dad, I'm like, man, like I'm really, really starting to play well right now. Like I'm I'm excited for these next three weeks, and I texted them both last night. I was like, well, so much for that that good feeling I had, but. um no, it's it's like I said. It, it's in the best interest. It's it's what needs to be done. But uh, it's just something like this. You know, you look outside and how beautiful it is, and you never think something like this could happen.
13: Take yourself out of where you are in the golf space. Uh, how concerned are you about yourself, your family, and your loved ones?
15: Yeah, it's something I, I think I honestly need to read up on more. I, I I'm. It's hard to to probably grasp it. I mean, you know, you can. You can read and go so deep into it to where you can almost kind of freak yourself out. But then you can read some stuff where I say it's not a big deal. And at the end of the day, you know, doing all the all the precautionary things that you need to do. I mean, I'm probably more so worried for family members. Um, you know, I know age has a big thing to do with it and where you're at in terms of an age group. You know, I want my parents to stay safe, want my, my immediate family to stay safe, all my friends um, and healthy. And. So that, uh, like you said, in the grand scheme of things, uh, getting some golf tournaments canceled is, uh, they postponed or suspended, whatever you want to call it is, is really not a big deal at all.
6: When the news came down last night about the cancellations, did you feel like th- there was a chance that the Masters was in jeopardy?
15: I felt like there was no chance we were going to play the Masters. I think it's, it's something, I mean, it's so soon and I mean, obviously I wanted to, but I just, I didn't think we were going to, to be perfectly honest. But, uh, then again, um you know you have days at august where it looks like there's going to be a tornado and it's perfectly sunny some some freaky things seem to happen around there so i didn't know what was going to happen but uh it it's definitely for the the best decision and what what needed to be done
1: that was uh justin thomas uh friday morning and bob it's actually um you know looking at justin thomas's year obviously what's going on is bizarre and crazy but his year so far he's he's number 1 on the tour uh, in money list he's already made over 4 million dollars um Everything aside, what's going on right now in the world? We could talk about Justin Thomas, and you know he, he, he's arguably been the best player on the PGA Tour so far this season.
2: If, if the season ended today, and it might, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, he might be the player of the year. Yeah, right. That's that's yeah. there's there's a uh, a good chance when you look at how how much I don't want to say how much better, but how much uh, it is is how much better he's played than anybody else really this year on a consistent level.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and so, so he's played he's played eight tournaments thus far in twenty twenty. He has two wins, a third, five top 10, six top 25s, and he's missed two cuts. Uh, just looking at the, uh, the Ryder Cup standings right now, those are still, that's still slated to go on um, late September. Uh, Justin Thomas uh, is seventh uh, on that list, and you'd have to think he's got to be a shoe-in to be on that team again, you think. Oh, yeah, I think so. I don't yeah. think there's any yeah. question about that at this point.
2: I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's like a... Two-foot uphill putt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, someone who is not on that list right now is Ricky Fowler. Uh, He is currently uh, 14th uh, on the Ryder Cup list, the top eight qualify uh, on each side. And on Friday, after hearing the news, Ricky Fowler spoke to the media.
14: Yeah, definitely. Kind of brings back some memories of going back to Kapalua. We had I hit the first tee shot three times. Uh, But this is a little different situation. this is a this is global, um, and obviously all the organizations around our country as well as the world are taking the precautions to try and stay as safe as we can. So definitely stand by the decisions made by the tour and Jay Monahan. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate that you know we don't have any tournaments coming up, but this is uh, a lot bigger than the game of golf. Mm. And what was
10: the initial reaction when you heard that? The Masters wasn 't going to happen as scheduled
14: it was I think you know with where we were originally that today we were going to play without fans, um, things were almost kind of inevitable of, of where things were heading, uh, looking at other professional sports uh, either getting cancelled or um, kind of postponed or just held in place um, seemed like we we're probably heading that direction so yeah, you're always hopeful uh, for something like Augusta and the Masters to you know potentially be able to pull it off.
1: Well I mentioned before uh, throwing to Ricky Fowler there the Ryder Cup and uh, the next guy we're going to hear from um, he has not been on a Ryder Cup team uh, for a couple of years since 2014 that's Graham McDowell and uh, he has a win on the European Tour this year he's had a pretty good year so far. Had a about.
2: pretty solid year he's, he was actually playing well in the first round of the
1: Players. He was too. Uh, Graham McDowell again, one of the better quotes in golf. He's one of those guys, you know. If, if there were no microphones, he'd be one of those guys who want to sit down and have a, a pint of Guinness with you know.
2: I've been lucky enough to do that a couple times, <laughs> a couple of occasions, and it's great. He's got some great stories. I would say that he's just like a regular guy until I saw him pull out of the uh, parking lot yesterday in his uh, Lamborghini <laughs> SUV. So that's a little separation from him and I. That uh, was actually funny yesterday. Kevin, uh, Kevin Streelman, who uh, sorry, I should, we should get to this, but I've no, it's fine. So, so Bryson DeChambeau rolled in, driving a Bentley SUV. <laughs> he has a deal with Bentley, and every week he gets a, a Bentley. Of course, he does. So he drove in on that. Kevin Streelman, who's like an older guy, family man, he drove in in a Dodge minivan. <laughs> <laughs> now, most of these guys get comp, get uh, get comp cars, so they yeah. get, you know, uh, loaners to to drive during the week. But the, a lot of them live in Florida, so they just brought their own car. Like, That's awesome. Like Graham McDowell, yes. there you go. Like, like
1: Graham McDowell. Well, without further ado, uh, let's hear uh, from Graham McDowell.
2: Surreal day
4: gets even more surreal moments ago. News from the National, Graham, that the Masters
1: has postponed, been postponed again. A continued reaction to what's going on.
16: Yeah, again, there's no real surprise. I mean, it's uh, it's only three or four weeks out now, Augusta, and and you know, with all the other professional sports, really. Um, you know, sort of nailing their nailing their statement to the to to to, to the mass that um, you know they're really going to take a stand where they're going to postpone and cancel everything for the foreseeable until we have this thing contained. You know, so no surprise from Augusta. Um, some smart guys up there that know what they're doing. And uh, you know, obviously here with the PGA Tour, you know, we'll go home and practice. We're not really sure when we're going to tee it up again. It's a, it's just, you know, it's unprecedented, and we really, you know, there's no, there's no playbook here. There's no. There's no set of rules to follow to, to deal with something like this. And uh, we'll just trust the powers that be to make the right decisions. And uh, we'll, we'll obviously wait and, and be ready when uh, when the time comes.
1: Obviously, so much is changing on an hourly,
4: even <laughs> seems minute by minute basis. Uh, could you have ever envisioned
13: something like this all playing out three, four or five days ago?
16: No, it's crazy. You know, you look around and there's such a sense of calm out there. You know, it's 85 degrees. This golf course is perfect. You know, we get the best players in the world here ready to go, and it's like, you know, it just you, it 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 seems it seems unreal that we can't go out there and play. But uh, there's just so much happening. Obviously, this is invisible. Um, it's, it's it's the unknown, um, and uh, there's just that you just have to take that that kind of stance of being super safe and super responsible, and and uh, it's the, it's the only way forward right now. It's. Um, it, it's just, like you say, it's surreal um, uh, and really just something that we, it's very, very hard to comprehend right now. Yeah, and thanks, Zoe. Stay safe. Thanks, Berkeley. You too, mate. Cheers.
1: Very well said uh, from a Graham McDowell. On the other side, we're going to call Mark Sacchino and get his thoughts on everything that's going on. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Tourism Ireland. World-class courses, spectacular locations, whatever you're looking for in a golf holiday, Ireland has something for you. Visit GolfAwayTours.com to book your Irish golf adventure. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino and Bob Weeks.
1: Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. Adam Scully alongside uh, Bob Weeks. We're going to get to Mark Sicchino shortly, but obviously COVID-19 coronavirus is dominating the headlines right now. Uh, Players' Championship cancelled. The next three weeks on tour cancelled. The Masters is postponed. Something we haven't done throughout uh, the 90 minutes of our show thus far uh, is read the statement um, from Masters Chairman uh, Fred Ridley. This is what he, was, he released yesterday or Friday at around uh, 10 a.m. Eastern. And I'm quoting him here. Considering the latest information and expert analysis. We have decided at this time to postpone the Masters Tournament, the Augusta National Women's Amateur, and the Drive Chip and Putt National Finals. Ultimately, the health and well-being of everyone associated with these events and the citizens of the Augusta community led us to this decision. We hope this postponement puts us in the best position to safely host the Masters Tournament and our amateur events at some later date. Well, let's join uh, Mark Aquino now. Our co-host is now on the line. Uh, Mark, how are you this morning?
7: I'm fine. I- I'm uh, feeling uh, better. I felt like I... Uh... Went through a marathon there. Uh, slept the other night in the Orlando airport. That's oh. always nice. That's that's what you want to do during oh. the corona crisis is sleep overnight in the Orlando airport to fly home. But, uh, yeah, no, this is insane. I'm looking forward to eventually, guys, some good news. I can't take any more negative news. Uh, I'm going to try to take, keep all the TVs off. And I know we're going to cover this on Golf Talk Canada television this week. And then after that, I'm hitting a switch. I am flipping the switch. After golf canada TV this week, I'm going nothing but good news the rest of the way.
1: Well, okay, so speaking of good news, before we get into everything that's going on this week, uh, Bob and I were just actually chatting off air. Uh, We're going to be airing Uh, and a tailor-made equipment special, uh, very likely next week on radio and then on TV the following week. Bob and I both got to hit our tailor-made SIM drivers, and we have some rave reviews about the SIM technology. And I know, Mark, uh, you've also had some success uh, thus far with uh, the new tailor-made gear, and you also played some golf in Florida this week as well?
7: Yeah, I played Monday, Tuesday on my way up to uh, the Players' Championship. And all the excitement that was the players' championship this year. <laughs> uh but uh the three wood guys. Uh that for me right now, like it's you know, I've only been out there twice. Uh and the, the the club that is leaping out to me in terms of, you know, where I'm seeing real gains is is the three wood. And it's interesting because we had this conversation, Adam, last week yeah. where I was seeing it indoors. And sometimes when, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm old school but When I see something inside, I I get excited, but I kind of hold on to it with a bit of a grain of salt, waiting to see how, you know, when you're on real turf, when you're on real, you know, dealing with lies and the ball above you, ball below you, different grasses. It's different when you get outside. It's not a perfect environment. It's a sport that's played on an imperfect field. So, it just because you're hitting it great off a flat mat into a screen doesn't mean that it's going to translate all the time mm-hmm. and the 3 would it translated it was uh i was really uh surprised it's just it, it's going about 10 yards in the air further um on good ones and bad ones uh, I was really impressed with the three. One did not get to hit the hybrid enough. That's the one thing I was upset about. I know I don't know if it was the set of tees we were playing or what, but I, I, don't, I don't think I hit the the hybrid more than once, so mm. that was disappointing. And the driver, I don't know yet. The driver pinned it good, but I got to get it to the golf courses I'm familiar with to see. Like you know, it's like you know where you hit it at Baby, right? Skulls like I you do. know, hey, I hit a good one here. I know it's there. I hit a bad one. I know it's here. So I got to do that around the hunt or a few other golf courses I'm familiar with to to get a real good feel. But uh, so far, I'm feeling optimistic. Really like the really like the three wood.
1: Okay, well, hopefully, we are going to be playing uh, golf at some point uh, in the near uh future uh both locally here and on on the PGA tour across uh, the professional golfing uh tours and leagues uh there's no golf going to be played. Um what what's your thoughts on what's gone on uh this week a with uh, the players championship first round going on with fans and then the the decision uh to cancel uh, the players championship uh, after the first round.
7: Uh it was it was i think if they didn't take a beating if they did not take a beating on social media in terms of pr uh, that i think they probably would have continued to say let's play the championship without fans you know everybody's there uh, everybody's already on property uh is there a danger in playing an outdoor sport with no fans not putting everybody in a confined environment uh You know, it's not like an arena where you're shoulder-to-shoulder. It's not like a a stadium. And, by the way, again, there's no spectators anyway. So I I really think that this was – and I'm not saying – I'd blame them. I'm not saying that they did the wrong thing because, you know, there's a lot of pressure from sponsors. Like, no one wants that PR. No one wants the – that kind of, oh, you're you're not taking the safety of of players and fans seriously. Like, nobody – obviously, nobody wants that spin. But – if I really sit down about this and break this down, you know, okay, you know, what were, were there increases in, in, in danger to everybody for for playing that tournament without without sponsors? Uh, I mean, excuse me, without fans on site. I, I just don't see it. I think the bigger problem here too is, to Rory's point, well everybody should get tested, well, our friends in the U.S. are not in the situation where they can test everybody. I'm wondering if that had something to do with it. You know, If they had the opportunity to test everybody that was going to be on site, the players, the media, uh, the PGA Tour officials, the people that had to be there, would that have changed something? I don't know. There's a lot of unknowns right now. I think everybody is, you know, it's swung hard now in one direction, and rightfully so because nobody knows enough. I get it. Everybody kind of does it. We don't really know enough about this, so it's swung very hard in the other direction and and now we've i think at some point now you know if we all do the right thing in the next 30 days if everybody does the right thing in the next 30 days and hopefully you know science starts to get somewhere in this at some point um we got to start inching our way back to civilization here or we're going to be you think you think back in 08 when the economy took a hit was something forget, if we don't start inching our way back to civilization at some point here after the next 30, 35, 45, 60 days, I don't even want to see what it looks like on the other side. I don't even want to know what that looks like. So
2: I'm not worried. Um, I'm actually not worried, Mark, because I'm uh, I'm hoarding toilet paper because oh, yeah, it's, now, exactly. it's, now <laughs> called, it's now called butt coin. Yeah,
7: butt <laughs> <it's>, coin. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like, we've lost our minds. We're hoarding toilet paper. I, I don't know what else to say.
2: Um you know it's uh in, in your best guess we don't know what's going to happen a week from now a month from now two months from now but but let's let's say as, as you say let's let's say it's a 30 or 60 day kind of pause on the PGA Tour season when do you see them playing the masters is this going to be an october masters where we're going to have to invoke a leaf rule
7: yeah you know I, I wouldn't be surprised I I don't see it happening any other play Bob, the, uh, because okay so if we suggest that the golf course shuts down in the summer for extreme heat in georgia and that they wouldn't reconsider uh opening that property or playing the masters in summer georgia conditions would be a very different masters than anything else we've seen so if we take that off the table because there might be a week in, in the summer that really no one's talking about yet because we already have players before coronavirus we already had players suggesting they weren't going to the olympics anyway so would augusta would Augusta even go against him? Would they do no. that?
2: That's no, like a bad no. political move. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
7: so, that, so that ain't happening. Okay. So that's, I've already taken that off the table. Other people were talking about it. I don't think that's yeah. even in the cards. So what is in the cards? Well, October doesn't play that much different, other than what you're suggesting. Instead of budding, instead of the budding is spring, it's the opposite end of spring. But in terms of bouts in the ground and how they could get the playing surfaces performing, it wouldn't be that dramatic a difference of how they could get the playing surfaces, not what it visually looks like, but the playing surfaces close to what they have them in early April. So that's, uh, that's a good thing. And the other thing there is, you know, it's Kate. It's going to go against something. And there's a lot of people on Twitter going, well, the PGA Tour is started. How can they do that? Well, that's the Asian swing. And you know what? Could they go against, the Zozo? Could they go against the HSBC? Uh, like, I mean, maybe the Asian swing on the PGA Tour is the one that, that, that someone takes a bump on this if they go to October, but to me, I don't see it anywhere else at any other time. You know, I'm looking at September. It's a Ryder Cup year. Um, uh, I don't know. I, what do you guys think? If it's not October, it doesn't happen. I just don't think it happens if it's not October.
2: You know, there's 2 weeks in between the Tour Championship and the start of the fall season. You could squeeze something in there possibly, but are guys going to want to play 3, you know, you're going to play 3 weeks of um of uh, uh playoff golf and then go right into a, a major. I mean, I know guys will play the Masters if it's mm-hmm. held in the dark. Right. But it's um there's no easy time to put this thing on the schedule. And there's so many questions surrounding what happens and how you qualify and um, what it means to point systems, all sorts of stuff. I, I, you know, someone threw out the possibility of saying, well, why don't we get the PGA Championship and move that to August sometime, and slot the Masters in so it's still the first major in May, basically push them down the the the, the calendar a little bit. But I don't know if the PGA is going to want to do that. Although you know, San Francisco, as we've talked about, is a is a hot spot for Corona. There's no easy answers here, and I'm sure these guys will work together. Though that's the one thing it's it's I'm sure is going to happen. And listening to uh, Jay Monahan this week is just that all these tours are going to get together and make the decision that's best for them all.
7: Yeah, and you know what I'm curious, guys, is when who's going to be the first one to jump in here? Like at some point, you know, NBA was the first one out, right? They're the they were the first ones to pull the massive plug. Mm-hmm. Other other organizations were inching. Forward, they were like, "Okay, we're going to have the NCAA tournament, but we're going to have it without fans." Then all of a sudden, it, it was canceled, and everybody felt the pressure to pull the massive plug, rightfully or wrongfully. That's kind of how it went. PGA Tour the same thing. You know, we're going to do it without fans for the next three weeks, and then reevaluate. And then all of a sudden, massive plug got pulled. So eventually, on the other side of this, that that needs to be reversed. Someone. Who I don't know who, but someone needs to put their foot back, you know, back their their coins back on the table. Someone needs to get back in the game at some point. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're starting a golf tournament, or okay, we're going to resume the NBA season and we're going to do it without spectators. So that inching back into civilization has to happen again at some point. You know, who does it? Is it that for me, guys? Golf is the most natural. Uh, and the easiest one to to, to kind of lead back in this, if they have the appetite, if if golf has the appetite for some of the um, bad press that you will get, because not everybody's going to agree with every decision you make, and you guys know just as well as I do, social media is a cesspool for negative people who just want to cause problems and just want to be angry. Okay, so if you have the appetite for that, for me. When the time is right, and I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I don't know when that time is right. But at some point, someone's got to say, okay, now's the time to go. Mm-hmm. So I think golf is the most natural sport to lead the way. It's, it's like, again, it's outdoors. Uh, doesn't put people in, in, in confined places, breathing on top of one another, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. To me, golf is the natural one to say, okay, toe back in the water. Here we go. But when that is, how that happens... Do they have the appetite to be the lead on that? Uh, I don't know. I do not know.
1: No, Mark, you mentioned they're the lead. Uh, we'll get, get, well, I'll ask you this before we let you go. Um, Rory McIlroy, um, he's the number one ranked player in the world on the golf course. I got to think he's the number one player in the world off the golf course, too. The, mm-hmm. the, the leadership role he has taken... Uh, especially this week, um, you know, speaking to the press and, you know, basically um, just taking a leadership role. It, it's, it's been eye-opening. It's been great to see, you know, the best player in the world also act like the best player in the world off the golf course too.
7: I will say this. Uh, no one will ever replace Tiger Woods at world number one. Uh, and, and no one will ever do what Tiger did uh, between the ropes. That's not going to happen. But Rory, from a, from a leadership position and a voice of golf, and uh, just a respected voice on both sides of the pond, uh, I think he's leaps and bounds ahead of, of anything we ever saw from Tiger in, in this department, and that's not a shot on Tiger because Tiger just wasn't that guy. Tiger was mm-hmm. Jack Nicklaus. He had his blinders on. He played golf for one reason, one reason only—to crush everybody around him. He really wasn't interested in, in, in anything else. R- Rory seems to be a different guy, and he always has been mm-hmm. a different guy. He's been unfiltered and honest with the media. You've heard Bob say many times how he, you know, he stops, he thinks, he gives a thoughtful, truthful answer. And I really think that some of Rory's comments this week may, may have pushed people a bit because one of the things Rory did say is he suggested that everybody on site get tested. That was one of his first things. And I think everybody looked at each other and went, hold on a sec. We're unprepared. Mm-hmm. We can't do that. And, mm-hmm. and, and oops. So yeah. uh, I think that might have led to some. But, yeah, I agree with you a thousand percent, guys. That uh, the, the game needs more Rory's. Uh, yeah. I, he's the top Rory. He's the top dog. When it comes to this, but I think uh, the game needs more voices
1: like that. Couldn't agree more, Mark. Well, uh, really appreciate you joining us uh, today, and we will see you uh, this week for Golf Talk Canada Television.
7: We'll see you on set, boys.
1: <laughs> okay, thanks, Mark. Uh, we'll have more Golf Talk Canada coming up after the break.
0: This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. This is Golf Talk Canada, celebrating 10 years as Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf, pushing the boundaries in golf footwear once again with the all-new Code Chaos, meant to challenge the definition of what a golf shoe can be. Visit Adidas.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks.
1: It's a challenging show, uh, but it's an important show. Um, you know, people across the world use sports as an escape. If something is going wrong in their life, in their personal life, in their work life, they can always turn to sports to cheer on their favorite team. And unfortunately, for the time being, That can't happen. And um, my suggestion for everyone out there try to take things one step at a time, as positive as you can. Uh, This is not going to last forever, we hope. Uh, But uh, let's hope the worst is behind us of the coronavirus, of COVID 19, and we can move forward uh, hopefully uh, very soon. While we've mentioned throughout the show, that uh, many pga tour players uh, spoke to the media on friday after the postponement of the masters the cancellation of the players championship we've heard from a number of guys one guy we haven't heard from that's kevin na and after i uh, heard the announcement uh, kevin na spoke to the media
13: you know it still hasn't sunk in yet um i know when we were playing this week, and we saw every other organization sports organization uh, suspending their season we knew that we weren't going to play much longer we thought maybe we can finish this week um, But, you know, I think they made the right call. I think everybody's health is more important than just one event. I know this is the players and it's a big deal, but I think Jay made the right call. Like I said, the Masters, not uh, not canceled, excuse me, but postponed, so it could happen again. Uh, We're going to have to wait and see. What what does this do for you and your schedule and your timing over the next month or two? Well, we were just cleaning out my locker and... um, Kenny was going through my bag. He goes, Oh, I forgot. I guess there was a banana in there. I said, If you hadn't pulled that banana out, that banana would have been in there for a long time because I wasn't, I'm not going to touch a club for a couple of weeks. I mean, you know, 10 years ago, I'd be probably out there and balls the next day when you got a family with two kids. It's, you know, time will go by. And it's, you know, this is the time where you can spend time with the family and kind of look around and tell your loved ones you love them. And I know it's not, the world's not coming to an end, but it's a, it's a little reality check. And, um, you know, golf. Golf is not that big of a deal when you look at it on the what's going on in the world, and um, I know Masters is being postponed. I think they're doing the right thing, and I look forward to hopefully playing the Masters later later this year.
1: That's really well said by Kevin. Uh, you know, golf isn't the end all, be all. Um, first off, it's it's the safety of your family, your loved ones, uh, your friends. Uh, well, here on Golf Talk Canada, we will not be going away. We're going to be airing. Uh, tailor-made equipment specials we're gonna be uh, having uh, debates on golf uh, great golf courses uh, in Canada Uh, we're gonna hear from some of the Canadian professionals uh, on the PGA Tour uh, have an opportunity to tell tell their story uh, during uh, this time away hopefully this time away isn't uh, a very long time but you know as I said uh, before going to that sound let's take this one day at a time Be safe uh, and and do what you would do. Wash your hands. uh, If you have to self-isolate, do that um, and try to be as clean as possible. This has been uh, an incredibly challenging week uh, and time in the world, in the world of sport, in the world in general. Uh, But we have to try to stay as positive as possible. I know it's hard right now, but please try to stay positive. Uh, and we will go uh, from there. Well, uh, thank you very much for listening this morning uh, right here on Golf Talk Canada. Uh, we will be back uh, next week uh, with more GTC. We'll talk some equipment. We'll talk fitness. We'll talk a little preview uh, into the Canadian golf season as uh, we're just a couple weeks away, five or six weeks away, from golf being played uh, in the GTA and in Canada. Well, thank you very much for listening, and we will talk to you next time right here on Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Adidas Golf. Pushing the boundaries in golf footwear once again with the all-new Code Chaos, meant to challenge the definition of what a golf shoe can be. Visit adidas.ca. Thank you for listening to GTC.